Welcome to Balanced Dude. Thank you for joining us. We couldn't do this without you, so I pray you continue to support our endeavors as we take this journey together during these very troubled times. Please keep in mind, these opinions are not those of Balanced Dude. So with that being said, I'm your host, the Minister of Balance, and today's episode is Homeless in Seattle. And please note, if there's people here in Seattle that aren't happy with the current constructs of Seattle, it's time to make a change. And you have the opportunity to do that by supporting Rodney Hope for Mayor of Seattle. You can get more information on that at VoteRodneyHopeForMayor.com Stop by. Check it out. Look at my policy agendas. Find out a little more information about me. And contribute. Contribute to our campaign. And vote for me, Rodney Hope, for Mayor of Seattle in November. So I reiterate, if you truly feel like we need a change here in Seattle, then it's time for an overhaul. Get rid of the politics as usual. And the politicians that are symbiotic of that notion. I'm telling you now, I'm the only candidate not entrenched in the system in one form or fashion. So now, what I'm noticing, which usually happens during election season, everybody's having a come to Jesus moment. And they want to say they're offering opportunity to all and and, uh, solving the issues of pay disparity and homelessness. But in actuality, you're basically getting the same dish. You know, politics as usual. Just served a different way. Let's say, for instance, you had fried chicken and a baked potato yesterday. And today you're having baked chicken and mashed potatoes. Same ingredients. Saddle needs an outsider like me. A completely different dish. Some soul food. Now... As you all well know, we are currently in a health crisis. Homelessness is rising, especially among the veterans. Seattle and King County are still listed as one of the locations with the largest number of homeless veterans in the U.S. The third highest number of homelessness overall, next to Los Angeles and New York. Now, blacks make up a large percentage of the homeless population, 55.2%. The American Indians, 66%. Now, though we black Americans fought in wars, combat operations for the United States, through all the wars and all the drama, we were still only considered as being three-fifths of a human, even after the 13th Amendment. And the Jim Crow laws, you know, kept us at a disadvantage and they still perpetuate to this day. But yet, however, we still support America. Minorities still support America. Still, still love America. We just don't like the system. And that's why I'm running for mayor. We need more everyday average Americans to be the voice of the voiceless. When we think of homelessness, we have to think about economics how we have been systematically shut out of the system of acquiring our rightful wealth. 
Homelessness is a reminder of that. There's enough wealth in America to house everyone. God gave us the land, the air, the water, the earth. It belongs to everybody. And it doesn't say anything in the Bible that it belongs to one race of people. So we need to fix these disparities quickly. Minorities, black Americans, we pay disproportionately higher interest rates on loans. We are less likely to own land or our own homes. If you think the current politicians that are in office are going to do anything different, I mean, there's always a possibility that people in circumstances can change, but I wouldn't count on it. It's too big of a gamble right now. If you want the change that's needed, that means voting for an outsider, someone that can be your seat at the table. When the government contracts are being disproportionately distributed, where were they? When there was redlining and gentrification going on in the city, where were they? It's time to stop asking and start getting it. You know, the key to all this racism and the current black genocide that's going on in the United States, the answer to it, you ready? Economic empowerment. Economic empowerment. I would like to, at this time, welcome to the show um, Alonzo McCulley, United States Marine, 3rd Battalion, 6th Marine Camp Lejeune is joining us and we will be speaking on the current uh, homeless situation uh, as it relates to veterans. Alonzo, he works with the, the youth at the Seedman Center Boys and Girls Club of Grand Rapids. Uh, been coaching for 20 years, basketball, AAU, a man that cares about his community and invests his time and does mentoring and stuff there within the community. And um, that's why I'm having him on the show right now to get his take on the, the uh, homeless situation that's going on in, in communities all across America. So, uh, Alonzo, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me, Rodney. So uh, let me ask you the question here. You know the current situation, you know, with the COVID and everything that's, you know, that's going on in, in the world these days with the new president and, and the infrastructure plan and, and climate change and all different stuff that's going on. But the number one thing that a lot of people are talking about, because it's just, it's uh, so eminent right now, um, is the rise in homelessness. So, how do you feel about this homeless situation? I mean, how do you, especially how do you feel in, in, as it relates to veterans? Because there's like uh, 50,000 uh, veterans uh, that are homeless right now. This is in general, kind of general numbers all across America. And uh, it's rising 3% each year so that's why this is a, a problem uh, across the nation 
So what are your thoughts on that? What what can we what can we do to, to try to fix this situation? So what are your thoughts and how can we fix it? You know, I think it's very impactful. I think it's something that needs to be addressed. Uh, I feel as though that uh, the men and women of this country who went and served uh, honorably and now find themselves in, you know, a homeless situation, uh, I think that the United States, just in, as a whole, need to... Uh, give them a better support system provide them a bridge that's going to allow Mm -hmm. them to transition from the military to civilian life successfully and if they're having issues there needs to be items in place that will uh provide support provide uh uh a place where you know they can find a resolution to uh their homeless situation uh and i think uh some of the ideals that you had introduced earlier I, i think is definitely a positive step forward yeah well you know even with the homeless situation it, it's it's just shameful but uh as, as it relates to the veterans um they have a lot of programs out there it's just that they seem to be so uh convoluted and unorganized and it seems like you 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 really have to uh be a college grad or something just to understand all of the the uh, steps you have to take to get your benefits, you know, and then it takes a long time. And that's the issue in itself. It shouldn't be, it shouldn't be unaccessible, it should be accessible. More accessible, exactly. What are your thoughts? How can we bounce back from this? I think that uh, the military, one of the one of the ways to start with is to make sure that you know the military is advertising the fact there are uh, venues there are uh, people in place to help them with that I think uh, that uh, because there's actually no advertisement about it so if you don't know mm-hmm. you don't right. know you, you'll never know some people do find success through their programs though I mean they do have some people can do kind of know how to navigate through it or have uh, someone helping navigate them through these processes have found success in some of these programs and the thing about it is they're already in the system because as soon as you you know you're out, out of the military active duty you go into inactive duty but you're still a, a, you know entitled to the benefits as long as you get a, a, a honorable discharge so what I'm thinking is if they can streamline that bureaucracy a little bit, scream, you know, streamline that, make the, the process more simplified and simplistic, um, maybe they can have more success in that transition that a lot of the, the military uh, go through um, with uh, uh, from military back to civilian life, you know. And then you got the, the, the trauma, you got the PTSD, uh, the mental health uh, issues of, of, of war trauma, you, you, you know, these are people that need mental health uh, um, therapy or need help with that as they do make that transition, you know, so... Yeah, it's it's it's. When you're making that transition, when I when I came, sorry to interrupt you, but when I came out to service, Rodney, and I was making my transition, the service, the government, uh, the military leaders did not make me aware that there was a liaison between myself and going back into the civilian world. Uh, They just they just let me go and said, "Okay, here you go, Uh, go take care of yourself." but so I had no idea of how to get my 
get get my benefits. And I was actually mm-hmm. when I came out of the service, I came out uh, as a disabled vet because I fractured my back when I was in the service. Uh, but even with that, you know, I didn't know how to uh, go and uh, request my benefits, and make sure that I was getting mm-hmm. the benefits that I that I deserved. Yeah. Uh, it, it just it was just an incident that happened where I had a, a, another military uh, ex-military person, uh, uh, Brett Brown, who approached me about my benefits that I didn't even know that I should be getting. Uh, he's someone that I grew up with, and he works with the uh, Veteran Administrative Service, and he let me know. But even with that being said, uh, that was five years later and they need to let them know let the military know where they can go you know yeah. make it public you yep. know, it shouldn't be a secret it's not a good communication is not there that's that's that no. definitely definitely needs fixing now now let's fast forward to to the covid now because now it's 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 a whole new ball game man there's some businesses that aren't gonna uh recover there's uh, uh, people that are highly in debt as far as the rent, and uh, the moratoriums are gonna gonna have to come to an end sooner or later. And right now, they're scheduled to to end in the summer. So that's another group of people that can fall into the homelessness category. So we got to do something about it. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. We we don't want to wait till the last minute. Let's try to do something about it right away because otherwise, it's going to be catastrophic. The homeless situation. Yes, we got a lot of veterans of close to fifty thousand every year pre-COVID that fall into homelessness. We need a better transition so people know what what benefits uh, they have as they make that trans- transformation back into uh, the civilian world. So, um, my take on this as a person that's running for mayor twenty twenty one Seattle is we you know of course. Homelessness is a problem all across America, but we have a, a big problem with it out here. There's such a pay disparity, such a job uh, disparity, um, a lot of disparities. And um, as a result of those disparities, there's a lot of homeless people. And it's getting so bad that, I mean, you come downtown, you see it everywhere. You, you can't, it's, it's become an integral part of the cosmetics of the city of Seattle and that's that's something we got to fix right away so I have kind of proposed a uh, working on uh, uh, an ordinance for the um, uh, change in uh, recategorizing homelessness to a disability making that um, part of that benefits package or whatnot for veterans or whatnot for for everybody everybody should be entitled to to uh to that benefit to where uh uh, they see that as being a disability homelessness because there's just it's so much that you have to do and you you put it such a disadvantage when you're homeless i mean how are you going to get a job if you don't have an address right you know how how are you gonna how are you gonna connect connect back into society and and, and, and live a normal life if you don't have a phone. If you don't have a phone, you don't, you know, no job, no, 
no, not eating properly, not getting your proper rest. How are you going to perform at an optimal level on a job? So that's definitely a disability. Now, now, if we can 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 kind of um, swing that pendulum a little bit and, and get into the, the benefits that are already set up for veterans, then you know. I mean, uh, veterans are already in the system. They already have programs set up. They just don't know about them. But maybe we could just implement uh, people that are homeless into that same system. You know, I think that would probably uh, make a big difference with the homeless if they can, you know, have a more comprehensive package that they can, you know, um, focus on uh, getting back to normalcy, you know. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Uh, there definitely needs to be that bridge. There needs to, the the homeless people need those opportunities. Uh, you mentioned something about housing. You know, uh, if they don't have a place to to rest, a place to call home, jobs it's going to be harder for a, a prospective employer to reach right. out to them and, and notify them and let them know uh, that they maybe have achieved a got job they've had maybe they've gotten that job and you know uh instead of having them out in the street maybe you know we can uh eliminate some of the bureaucracy that's that's slowing down the process you know also yeah. increase uh you know temporary housing uh for them to transition from being homeless into uh gainfully employed uh so, yeah, those are a lot of good ideals and uh, going to provide a lot of good uh, roles that's going to allow for, you know, a quicker recovery. And now when you have people that are recovering and, and getting jobs, now the transition, uh, this the COVID is going to have a, a lesser effect because, you know, now you're gainfully employed. You can help. You can start paying on some of these uh, debts right. that you've incurred during right. uh, this COVID period. Uh you know, if we can definitely stay with the government and keep them uh, active in the recovery process, you know, because you take a look at some of these stimulus packages and how long they took to pass. Uh, you know, people are in dire need of money. You yeah, have individuals right. out there that are behind on their rent. And uh, and it's all because, of, you know, a pandemic that happens, you know, every 100 years. And, you know, the government is was real slow to give packages to allow for uh people that are behind on their rent to uh, have that to have funds dispersed to them or to their landlords uh people that are behind on their mortgages you know they're slow to have uh funds dispersed to those mortgage companies or to those individuals yeah. that are trying to pay their mortgages uh so you know just the process needs to yep. uh Streamlined, yeah, yeah. So, well, we appreciate your um, your insight on that, especially coming from a guy like you that's uh, been in service of the the American people for so many years, and then you, you know, on the military level, and then you 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 do it uh, as a civilian too, which you're mentoring and, and coaching. So, coming from you, that's uh, that uh, some good insight. So, thank you for joining us. Um, Thank you, and uh, you're welcome. You have to come back and talk to us again sometime. 
All right. Appreciate your time. Appreciate you having me. That concludes today's podcast. Thank you for supporting Balance Due. We are a veteran-owned, tax-exempt, nonprofit organization. All proceeds from donations go toward furthering our message of inspiration, positivity, and spiritual guidance, all geared toward strengthening the community. And we need your continued support, whether it's listening to our podcast, reviewing it, sharing, volunteering, or donating. And for more info on upcoming events, podcast programmings, new services, please visit our website at balancedo.org. And please remember, we don't bend, we don't break, we keep it together for heaven's sake. Let's take this journey together, folks. And remember, God blesses those that bless others. Peace out. God bless.